don't wanna be Just someone that's new I speak my mind so free So you could hear the truth Yeah, know that we all have fear Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am the host, Micah Murphy, and this is the Truth For Youth podcast. Today is episode nine. I am glad you guys are tuned back in. And as you know, from the last podcast, I've really gotten into this documentary series called The Last Dance, which is documenting the life of Michael Jordan and really the Chicago Bulls and just the dynasty of a basketball program that they had in the 90s. And I loved it, I guess, mainly because when I was a kid, man, I loved Michael Jordan. I loved the Chicago Bulls only because of Michael Jordan, of course. I was that bandwagon fan, if you will. But I can just remember memories just, you know, after church on Sunday, I remember coming home and we would usually get a Domino's pizza and we'd sit around as a family and watch the Bulls play. And I just always loved watching Michael Jordan. You know, I had the posters of him everywhere in my room, and just, man, I was a huge fan, right? Just like the, uh, the, the commercial said, I want to be like Mike. Man, I wanted to be like Mike. Uh, although basketball really wasn't my, uh, my best sport. I played it up until, you know, high school and then eventually got cut in high school, but it's still a fun game, and you know what? Michael Jordan is still a phenomenal individual to watch. So anyways, back to, back to uh, the last dance. So last week, I kind of started this series on The Last Dance, just things that I've been watching this series. It comes on on Sunday nights right now, and they usually throw out two episodes per Sunday night, and it's just things that I'm finding in those documentaries that I'm like, gosh, that that relates to, to my life, or that relates to Christianity, or that relates to maybe what students are going through. And so I've kind of developed this little series around it, and I don't know how long I'll keep going with it, but until I can you know, keep finding some value from it. I'll keep going with it. Well, this past Sunday night, I was watching uh, the fifth episode. And one of the main focuses of this past, or episode five anyways, was Michael Jordan kind of getting his sponsorships and becoming, you know, this brand uh, of himself as well as representing brands of other people. Well, we all know that he was a big, you know, representative sponsor endorsed Nike well it's funny I didn't realize this but you know it showed in the documentary that he he didn't want Nike and but it's not the Nike that we think of today the the Nike back in 84 was a Nike that I had been around for about 20 years but it was really mainly known for track and tennis and just you know kind of running shoes they weren't really in the basketball game they didn't really do basketball shoes so much. Converse was the big basketball shoes, and, and actually Michael was really wanting to get endorsed um, and have an endorsement with Adidas, which I thought that was that was kind of funny uh, because, again, Nike was really a nobody, and Michael kept turning down you know offers, and his agent was trying to hook him up with uh, a sponsorship with Nike, and Michael didn't want anything to do with it. Like He's like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going out there. I don't want it. You know, I don't want Nike. And his mom was like, Michael, you're going to go out there. <laughs> thought it was kind of funny. His mom uh, made him go out there. And so he goes out there. And, of course, Nike puts on a nice presentation. And they said at the time, uh, endorsements for, you know, great athletes was really about $100,000. And they were willing to give Michael Jordan $250,000. And this is, he's a rookie. Like, he hasn't really done anything yet. So that's why these other brands weren't really – 
you know, big on Michael yet. They're like, okay, yeah, he did good in college, but, you know, we have all these other NBA all-stars that, that we're representing. And for Nike to come out, I mean, they obviously saw the potential. And I just was thinking, God, you know Adidas and Converse kicking themselves. Just like that's got to be the worst, you know, mistake business-wise they probably ever made was, you know, not signing Michael Jordan when he wanted to be with them. But anyways, obviously that was the best decision Nike could have ever made because that really launched Nike into probably the brand that they are today was, was really because of what Michael Jordan was able to do for them because then – um, one of the deals was they said, you have to, because you're not a huge brand, Nike, you have to do a shoe for Michael. Like he needs his own shoe. And of course, that's where the Air Jordans came from. And they just, I mean, they flew off the shelf. I mean, it made Nike so much money. And really, again, I think that's what made Nike who they were uh, because of Michael Jordan. And then the commercial, you know, want to be like Mike and everybody wanted to be like, like Michael Jordan. And it just, you know, it was a huge phenomenon. And, you know, if you didn't live it and didn't experience it, it's hard to kind of imagine because, yeah, there's a bunch of ads out today and we see a bunch of superstars out today, but there was nobody really quite like Michael. He was head and shoulders above everybody else. And I'm telling you, everybody around the world wanted to be like Mike. Well, anyways, back to, you know, how I'm tying this in to, uh, to Christianity in this podcast one of the things that Michael said really, really struck me, and I thought it was great. So they were just talking to him about, you know, getting these deals and getting these endorsements, and this was like him current day, you know, reflecting and talking back about, you know, getting some of those deals. And this was his, his response or his statement to him. He said, my game is my biggest endorsement. What I did on the basketball court and my dedication to the game led to all this other stuff. Believe me, if I was averaging two points and three, and three rebounds, I would not have signed anything with anybody. So my game did all my talking. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, let me read that for you again. I just, it's an amazing statement. My game was my biggest endorsement. Think about that. His game was his biggest endorsement. And what, it, what he did on the basketball court, you know, that's what spoke. My dedication to the game led to all these other things, all, all the, you know, celebrity status and everything else. It came because of his dedication to the game. And he says, believe me, if I was only averaging two points and three rebounds, I wouldn't sign anything with anybody. So my game did all my talking. And, man, it, it did. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of trash talkers out there in every aspect of life, school, you know, any sports that you're playing, you, you know, you'll come across them, whether it be volleyball or basketball or football or, you know, baseball, any of that stuff. You're going to have trash talkers and you're going to have trash talkers um, in, in life and in business and in, in everything that are just going to talk, 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 talk. And you obviously usually get tired of the talk and it's like, OK, well, let me see the action, you know, like. What do you have to prove with all this talk? And Michael obviously could back it up, you know, like, and I don't know if he was like the, you know, the biggest trash talker out there. I'm sure he did, you know, plenty of trash talking, but, you know, but all, a lot of the athletes that you talk to, they respected Michael. So it wasn't like they were all like, oh, he's an arrogant jerk, you know, they, no, I haven't really heard people say that about him through this. 
yeah, he talked trash, but man, the guy was super skilled and he was a great sportsman uh, and he, he could back it up on the court. And just like he was saying in that statement, you know, he, he dedicated himself to the game and he worked really, really hard to do what he could do. And man, he did stuff on the basketball court like nobody else before him. And I think that's why I was so uh, amazed by him because the way he would just float through the air and he could change the ball from one hand to the other. Nobody was doing that prior to Michael Jordan. Now you see, you see guys do that kind of crazy stuff, but nobody was really doing that at the time. And the way he just could hang in the air, you know, against, you know, again, why he got the name Air Jordan, he just could float and just, man, hang time was cre- incredible. Um, but anyways, that's where he was going with, with the statement it was like, Guys, I backed it all up. You know, if I was nothing on the court, obviously nobody would want to sign me. And I started, again, thinking, well, dang, like that should be us as Christians. You know, if we're, if we're saying that we're a Christ follower, we should have a pretty strong game. Our game should speak far more than our words or whatever else, you know, like whatever kind of resume you want to throw out there, like, oh, I've done this, I go to church every Sunday, and I go, you know, I read my Bible every day, and I've done all these, and whatever, I I don't know, I mean, that's okay, but what is your life, like, on the court, you know, like, day in and day out, like, what is your life, you the, the people that you're interacting with, and what are you really doing, that is what people are watching, and that is what should be our biggest endorsement. You know, I mean, like, like he was saying, like, yeah, he endorsed Nike, right? Like, that was his brand. And, again, Nike endorsed him in the sense, like, we, we're going to back Michael. We support him. You know, we, we're going to throw him a bunch of money, and we're going to, you know, back him and, and load him down with gear and all that stuff. And the contract, you know, was kind of like, okay, we know Michael, and now you have to endorse us, like use our products, you know, say that we're a great brand or whatever. And so, you know, when Michael's saying that basketball was his biggest endorsement, you know, like that's who made him, right? That's, that's who endorsed him in a sense. And again, I'm thinking back to our Christian walk. You know, if we're going to be Christ followers, what is our game saying? What is our walk saying about us? Again, we, we can look one way, but if our life is not showing that, it's nothing. It's like us being the person that's just the trash talker. We just talk a great game, right? We just talk a bunch of stinking trash, but then we don't have anything to back it up. Well, you lose respect real quick. You may fool people in the beginning, you know, and you can, again, you can think about life, life circumstances, and I can think about plenty where people fooled me with their words. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, you know, I'm this, I'm that. And then in reality, pff, no, they were just talking smack. They were just a trash talking nobody, really, because they weren't living it, you know, what they said they were. And I mean, this goes for all aspects of life. And I can think about people that I've done business with. I can think about people that rented homes that I had for rent. I can think about, you know, people that claim to be Christians that, you know, their, their lifestyle was completely different. Uh, entrepreneurs, you, you know, pastors. I can think of all sorts of people that talk really good games. But then when you get down to the nitty gritty, 
it's not there. You know, there's actions that tell you otherwise. And again, if we want to be where we're on a, on a level that's having influence, like Michael Jordan was on a level where he was influencing millions, billions of people, right? Like, not that, that we're all striving to influence millions and billions, but I'm just saying, like, if we're going to be a true, authentic influencer for Christ, and again, we, we may not be signing up to say, well, I want to be an influencer. Man, when you claim to be a Christian, you are claiming to be an influencer for him. And we should be doing that, right? Like that's one of our main purposes of life is to know God and then to make him known, like sharing him with others. You know, so that brings me to a passage that I really want to kind of focus all this talk towards. Um, it comes in, in Matthew and uh, it says this, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and they put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So if you think about that, God is light, right? Like multiple times in the Bible, God is referred to as the light. The light, think about what the light does. It illuminates, right? It shines. It, you know, it helps for things to grow. But it also, if you're trying to find your way, you need light. You need light to help you see things more clearly versus if you're in the dark. You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but if you've ever gotten up in the, in the dark in the middle of the night like I have and you try to, you know, find the bathroom or find your way through the room or whatever, you're probably stumping your toe, right? You're hitting something. You're kicking something. You can't see. You're trying to let your eyes adjust to where maybe it can focus and see a little bit of shadows and some outlines, but it's just harder to see, right? You can't see clear detail and it's harder to know where you're going, especially if you're just out wandering around in the dark, it'd be really hard to find your way to wherever you're trying to go. But yet, if you have light, if you have a flashlight or, or, you know, whatever, any kind of light, then it's easier to see. You know, you can kind of see where to go. You can see the things that are in your way or, or hindering you. And so God being the light, he's saying, look, I'm the way that, that shines. I'm the way that makes things clear and Jesus was referred to as the light of the world. And so we as followers of Jesus are also referred to as, you know, carrying the light or, you know, bearing the light or, you know, whatever. But what if we're not shining? What if we're not showing that light off? You know, like that passage just said, you are the light of the world. Like Jesus was the light of the world. So now if we're claiming to be Christians, then we are claiming to be you know, followers in him, and we have to shine our light. And it says that light is not to be hidden. Just like if a town were built up on a hill, you, you can't really hide that. You know, it's up there above everybody where you can see it. Neither do people light a lamp and then they hide it under a bowl, right? They're not, they're not hiding the light. You know, if you can't see, you light a candle, you're holding it up where you can see. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds 
and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, again, our life is not all about doing good deeds. You know, we can get, we can go down that, that trail and get kind of lost because, yes, we need to be doing good deeds, but that those good deeds do not save us. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. Your good deeds are more of a reflection of your love for Christ and that you're wanting to follow him and be obedient to him. It has nothing to do with you earning salvation. So you got to be careful about that. But I will say, if you're, again, if you're claiming to be a Christ follower, if you're claiming to be a Christian, there should be fruit. If you're a good tree, that good tree should be bearing fruit. Now, what does that fruit look like? Well, it's doing good deeds in the sense that you're, you know, you're, living example of Christ. You, you're giving, you're kind, you're, you're nice, you're considerate, you're helping others, you're praising God, you're careful with the words that you're saying, you're not, you know, out to intentionally harm and hurt others and, you know, using foul language and, you know, all about being selfish. Now, yes, we're humans, right? I'll say this probably every podcast. We're humans. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall short. We are not perfect at all. And that's okay. We don't have to be perfect. We're just striving to be more like Jesus. But there should be some good deeds. And so if people are out there and they're seeing who we are as Christians, that should be our example. That should be our endorsement for Christ. Right? Like, take your life and think, if I'm out there just living selfishly, talking with a foul mouth and out there trying to hurt people or take advantage of people, you know, and I'm not giving my all, I'm not doing my best effort, and I'm, you know, just whatever, disobeying your parents all the time. What is that saying about you? What is that saying about Christianity? If you're telling everybody you're a Christian and they're looking at your lifestyle and they're saying, man, that dude talks just like I talk. He listens to the same music. He watches the same, you know, porn that I watch or, you know, whatever. Your life has to be different if you're going to claim to be Christ follower. If you're doing the exact same stuff that everybody else that has nothing to do with God, then you're not making a stand. You're not being a, an endorsement for Christ. And again, it's not that we have to be perfect, but there definitely needs to be fruit. People definitely need to see a difference. They will see right through the lies when you just talk, talk, talk. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, yeah, I go to youth group. Yeah, I do those things. And then they see you partying with them on Friday and Saturday nights and getting drunk and doing the drugs or, you know, sleeping around with, with the, you know, other people, whatever they're doing, you're doing that shouldn't be the case. There should be a difference. There should be a distinction. Your game should speak volumes. Your, your game, your Christian game, your walk is what's, what's influencing people. That's what they're seeing. They're, not, they're hearing your words, and that does have some influence on them, but your actions have the far greater impact on people far greater. So just like Michael Jordan said, my game does all the talking, our game needs to do all the talking. Our game needs to do all the talking. Yes, we still need to vocal, vocally tell people about Jesus, 
but it's our lifestyle that's going to have the biggest influence on people around us because the people are watching. You may be thinking that nobody really watches me. Nobody really cares what I'm doing. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, there's always a pair of eyes on you looking up to you. And I tell students this all the time. Someone's always watching. Someone's always looking up to you. And you don't realize it. But it happens. You have younger siblings, maybe. You have younger cousins or neighbors or, or just people in your school that look up to you that you have no idea look up to. But they do. You're a role model. You're an influencer. Is your game speaking for Christ or is it speaking for something else? you got to be careful. you got to be really careful because you don't want to influence somebody in the wrong way. And you don't want somebody to look at your game, right, to look at your life and to think, Psh, they're definitely not a Christian. Look at what they do. Or if that's what Christianity is all about, I don't want any part of that. Forget that. I mean, they're doing the same things I'm doing. So what? why should I go to church? Why should I read my Bible? Why should I do this? That doesn't seem to have an impact. Doesn't seem to matter. Your life, the way you're living, that's your game. And that's speaking volumes to people around you. So be cautious. You know, strive to live like Christ. You know, we, we should want to strive to live like Christ just for the sake of what he's done for us. I mean, how much he loves us and how much he's done for us. You know, we should be just, man, sold out for wanting to live for him and influence and, and, and tell others for him. And I know it doesn't just happen every day. You just wake up, yes, today's the day I'm just going to live for Jesus and I'm going to, you know, do the best. And, you know, I get it. There's days you wake up and it's not like that. But you still have to put forth the effort. You still have to grind. You still have to strive to do those things. You still got to read your Bible. And you still got to get your, your intake of, you know, the whatever uh, you're doing for Bible, whether it be reading your Bible, you're listening to podcasts, you're, you're in a series or something. But do something that gets you truth. You know, and you really need it on a daily basis, every morning or every night, getting a little truth in you to help you get your bearings, get, get grounded in what's important in life, to stay focused on Jesus and to live those days for him so that you can be like Michael one day and say, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't have any of these other things if it wasn't for my game. You know, the respect that I get, the influence that I have, it's because of how I'm living my life. And God has blessed that and God is using you to be an influencer. Big or small, he is using you. People, I hope you found truth and something beneficial in today's message. Uh, I encourage you again to, to just keep going. You know, keep, keep striving. I know it can get frustrating trying to be a Christian and, and you feel like I can't live up to this perfect, you know, example that, that Mike is talking about. Nobody's expecting you to be perfect, but you do need to make forth a lot of effort to try to be like Jesus. And it's a process. It's a process. He's still working on me. He's still working on you. He wants to bring us to completion to those who love him. And it is a glorious thing. Glorious thing. People, I hope you, again, found value in this. If you did, please share the podcast. 
uh, tell others about it, share it in your social media, you know, have anybody, everybody that you can think of listen and maybe they can find some value as well. That's how this podcast grows. And of course, if you have not, be sure to subscribe to it and leave a little review if you have a minute or two, which I know you do. So leave a little review. That's how this podcast will grow. Guys, I love you. I care for you. Again, if you need me, shoot me a, a message, email, however you feel the need to get in touch with me. Get in touch with me. I'm here for you. I love you. And we will see you guys in the next podcast. Until then, be good. Stay focused on Jesus. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.